How's everyone doing today? Welcome back to Instructions Not Included. I am your host and podcast creator, Ian, and today we are talking about baby formula and how ridiculously expensive it is and how many different ones that we went through uh, within the first few weeks, few months of our son's life, followed by the scorched earth diaper rash incidences that we've had, uh, not recently, but uh, within that first year. Holy shit, man. It was uh, pretty intense. I, <laughs> I would not wish that on anyone, really. But uh, that being said, I'll just dive right into it. So, you know, the first few days of our son's life, uh, my wife, you know, we, we were, she was trying breastfeeding and I, f- it was going okay. Um, I don't think as, as well as she wanted it to go. Um, he was just kind of, kind of picky and it's, it's crazy cause it reflects his appetite nowadays. Cause he's just a grazer, <laughs> you know, he, he'll, uh, his go-to is like chicken nuggets and fries, but anything else, um, he's just a super picky eater, but yeah. So the first few days, few weeks, uh, was a little frustrating for my wife. Um, because it was, you get that feeling that he's just not eating anything at all and he's going to die. So, uh, it was, uh, it was fairly frustrating and it was definitely a, uh, it, it sucked for me because there was not much I can do except, you know, support and, and just throw out ideas. Um, I remember, I think on day three of us being home from the hospital, we had like his first, uh, pediatrician appointment and, uh, we were introduced to a, another lactation consultant. Um, but this lady was super nice and, you know, she sat down and I I know I've said this in one of the previous episodes, but she sat down with us and, you know, the first thing she was like, mission one baby eats. And, you know, she understood that every mother wants to have that connection with their child in regards to breastfeeding. But sometimes that's not the case, uh, because the baby is calling the shots and you just kind of have to go with the flow. So we decided to go for formula. And I think the first kind that we got from, uh, it was like these sample ready to go bottles, uh, Infamil. And, uh, you know, we, we fed him one of those at the, uh, appointment and he was just chugging. I was like, Oh God, you know, it was such a huge relief off of me. Like, okay, just physically watching him, seeing him, uh, eat was, was awesome. I'm like, I, you, I felt like I could see him grow before my eyes while he's <laughs> chugging that. So in my head, I'm like, okay, He's, he's going to survive. He's getting what he needs right now. So um, while doing so, you know, and I could, I could see the relief in my wife when that happened. And it was just, you know, it's just another person saying it's okay to go the formula route because once again, mission one, baby eats. And regardless of what you see or read on the internet from some of these like hardcore breastfeeding only uh, type parents, Um, just, you got to disregard them because it's, it's fine. I, I was on formula. I was, (laughs) I was fed formula as a, as a baby and I, and I turned out uh, just fine. You know, I'm not in prison. Uh, I'm not trafficking any drugs. (laughs) So, um, I think it's okay. So after that, um, you know, and I can't remember the, I think it was just like the basic infamil ones because, uh, there's, you know, a million different kinds uh, of formulas that I slowly started to discover. 
Um, so while we're simultaneously, you know, we're feeding him uh, formula, she's continuing uh, to try to pump. And uh, if I remember correctly, it uh, her production levels rapidly declined within, you know, uh, that first month, I suppose, after that appointment, which, uh, you know, poses a bunch of other new frustrations for my wife um, because she still sort of wanted to to fulfill that need. Um, but I, I remember the day where she decided to stop doing it, and that was also kind of another um, significant relief off her shoulders because, you know, we're both like on the same page. Like, you know what? He's eating with formula. He's fine. It's going to be fine. It's just one less thing. Now you have to worry about in regards to pumping and trying to keep up with (laughs) supply and demand. So, um, yeah. So during this transition, you know, you know, we start to learn that, uh, you know, babies, their, their bodies are still, this is all new for them. So everything, anything you put in, it's, it's going to, um, cause temporary issues. So, you know, we had the constipation, we had the, um, the gassiness, the, the, the colicky, uh, whatever. Um, and we had, you know, like the fancy bottles that is supposed to get all the air out to reduce the amount of air going in with the formula. And, you know, we did, the bicycle kicks, which seemed to work a lot. A couple friends recommended the windy, which you put it up their butt and, <laughs> and it plays a little, little tune when the, when the gas relieves. I think, um, I did not participate in this, but my wife, I believe used it twice. The first time it seemed to work the second time we weren't sure, but it was, you know, that's another tool for your toolbox. It's called a windy. Uh, but it seemed to help the bicycle kicks and the the belly rubs and things like that. Uh, but we we dealt with it for quite a while. Um, there were times where you know he would get like rashes on his belly, and we weren't sure if he was allergic to stuff. So you know there was a couple different types of Infamil that uh, we would go get. And I remember one one morning it was like two in the morning. I can't remember what causes he was just he might have been super gassy and he was just not wanting his formula so no it wasn't two in the morning because the store I went to was still open but it was really late I think it was just before midnight because they closed at midnight Um, I went down to the store and I'm looking at the shelves and I'm just like god damn everything is like 38 to freaking 52 (laughs) dollars and uh, you have to you can't even get it off the shelf right now because I don't know if that's always been this way at the store, but you can't physically take the container of formula at this specific store off the shelves. You have to pull the card and you got to bring it to the customer service and they have everything locked up. So, and, and you know, their, their, their counts are always off. So yeah, they'll have cards portraying that they have this specific kind. And then you go to the counter and it's like, Oh, we're actually out. And I remember getting like the, um, soy free or whatever, or soy milk, <laughs> some kind of granola shit, you know? Um, I, and I bought like the pro sensitive infamil sensitive on the stomach. And there's like three of them, you know, at that, at that point in time, you're just like, who cares? You just drop it on the credit card and, and you got to find one that, that, uh, that works for them, which kind of is kind of counter or counterproductive because, 
any type of formula you start your child on, there's going to be a rough road in regards to their body getting used to that. So, you know, I, w- I wasn't necessarily doing him any favors when we started getting different types of formula and trying it out because it was kind of like starting all over again. Like, yeah, he would, uh, he would drink a specific formula. We'd go through the gassiness, the rashes on the body, blah, 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 him throwing it up and then he'd get used to it. And then something else would spark and, Oh, we got to try this. So, uh, we did Infamil for a, a little bit, and then I think we actually switched to Similac brand, uh, and that was like a pro, pro sensitive. And I'm, I'm probably getting all these wrongs, but it, it was it was some kind of special one, and he seemed to take that very well. There was still you know constipation and the gassiness, and you know like two to three days without a poop, and you know you're constantly worrying. And what we, what I figured, because it clicked in my mind. Uh, one night, I'm like, wait a minute, we're on, so we're on well water. We're not on like city water or anything. So I remember years ago, before probably eight years ago, um, every like two years, they'll come out and test the water, the well water, for free. You just send them a sample, or they they drop off a kit. You put in water in the thing, and they send it off, and they'll and they send back the results. So I remember our water was super high in iron. And I'm like, I know I've read somewhere where high iron causes constipation in babies. And just off of a hunch, you know, at this point, you know, we're just, we'll try anything. And uh, we decided to stop using the well water to mix his formula in. And we started buying like distilled water from the store. It was like 99 cents a gallon. So we would, we, we tried it once. It seemed to be fine. The constipation and the gassiness slowly started going away um, and you was kind of just hanging around the normal areas of a toddler's constipation and gassiness. And then after maybe two weeks of that, it, it seemed to uh, reduce down to a minimum. So for, for a while, um, at least for the entire duration, uh, he was on formula. Um, we just bought distilled water because it was cheap. It was, it's easy. It's there. And that seemed to solve our issues with that. Now, granted, I also have to factor in that maybe just as he got older, things started to get, his body started to get used to everything. So it could have had nothing to do with the, uh, well water. And it probably had nothing to do with the kind of formula he was on, but we were just kind of in that, that loop of worry and, you know, when's this going to fix? When's this going to fix? And it's definitely, I believe one of those things that first time parents go through. So like, um, I'm sure by the time we have our second one, we'll, we'll have a little bit more flexibility and leeway in regards to, you know, panic buying different brands of formula and just, just going through the motions and, uh, and hopefully, you know, just coming out of it without throwing all these different things because trying all the new things also didn't help our case, but we were just, we were new to it. There was, you know, all the advice folks would tell us, and you can ask 10 different parents in which I probably did ask like 10 different people, but you would get probably nine different answers out of the 10 folks that you would, that you would ask. So, which is probably one of the main reasons why um, we tried so many different things because, uh, person A would say this person B would say that person C would say something else. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to collectively just, uh, try all of these until I find one that works. And on top of the internet, which doesn't really help you either. And I'm going to keep pushing that 
and I also have to listen to it myself, but uh, don't Google things because it's just going to tell you that they're going to die in five minutes unless you bring them to the ER, which is a whole nother ball game in regards to expenses, but we won't get into that now. So after we've solved the um, formula gassy uh, constipation issue, another thing which also sucks Uh, being a parent and witnessing on your child who cannot express emotionally what's wrong other than screaming their head off when they're in absolute pain is diaper rash because holy shit, man. Um, We were lucky to where there was only maybe two to four times uh, during that phase where diaper rash uh, can happen instantaneously um, where it was, it was, freaking global thermal nuclear <laughs> scorched earth diaper rash as in there was blisters there were, i know there was two times out of the four bad ones where there was actual blisters on it and it's like what the hell is this kid eating it's he's like it's like he sh- he's, he's shitting the acid <laughs> from the the blood from the alien movies that melts through everything that's like what's coming out of their behind and, you know, there's been, there was a couple of those times where, yeah, daycare kind of, um, they weren't exactly on top of it. So he would come home with like a little bit of diaper rash and then he'd follow up with like his second or third poop of the day. And then it was just like <laughs> fire, um, pain, <laughs> screaming, bloody murder, like to a point where his face got purple once, like it was so bad and he was shaking and you're just like, oh my God, this is like the sound uh, before death because, uh, and, and like yet yeah, the one specific night I remember I was, um, on my way to officer training and, uh, he, we knew he had it. Like it was, it was a little bit and he must've like crapped himself <laughs> like 30 seconds before I was going to leave. And I got my hand like on the doorknob and then he just started freaking out because it was just sitting in the diaper and I was like okay I can't there's no way I'm leaving my wife um to this for the night so I ended up calling my chief and just saying hey man he uh he's he's got scorched earth that's, that's actually exactly what I said he has scorched earth diaper rash and I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay here I'm gonna stay in for the night and help my wife with this one and um yeah I, we took him to the room and it was it was bad I, I didn't think that you could get that they could get blisters from this because it's so acidic apparently um i but i didn't think you could they could actually develop uh, blisters and there was a few like on the outer outer edges of where kind of the rash started ending um a little bit you know closer to his private areas and all that stuff and uh oh my god then you got to go through with you know wiping it and then you know, cleaning it all up and then it's all painful for them. Every, every move that they're making and every time you touch it, it's uh, it's just super, super painful. And then you have to apply the cream, which we use Destin, Destin, I think is what it's called, which is amazing stuff. And you could probably paint an entire wall white with one of them because this a little bit amount of, of the Destin can go a long way. And <laughs> parents that have used it, you know exactly what I mean. You know, when you put way too much on there, and you end up like, what the fuck am I going to do with all this? <laughs> but I guess too much doesn't hurt. It's just a, it's a lot of mess for you. I'm sure they don't care. Um, another one <clears throat> that we used, and I can't remember the damn name, but everyone has seen it. It says like butt paste on it, and it's a little red 
um, container. It comes in tubes. It comes in like to go packs. It's got a little like cartoon baby on it. There's also one that, uh, that it's green, same brand, but it's green. And that one I found, uh, during these moments was like almost instantaneous relief. Like I could wipe it. I could, I could put it on him and he wasn't in that much discomfort. So I don't, I can't remember the difference in it or what makes it different or why it's green, but, uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And, uh, if anyone's listening and remembers the name, I'm not going to look it up right now, but go ahead and, and chime in and maybe I'll, uh, I'll give it a, a proper name drop on future episodes, but yeah, definitely have that on hand close by at all times. And, uh, with you, if you're out in public in your baby bag, you know, uh, just buy a whole nother bottle and keep it in there. You know, don't worry about like having like travel size ones, just have it with you. Because like I said, that stuff, whatever it is, or they're having those moments where it's brewing and creating this acidic, uh, <laughs> this, this scorched earth acid, um, it can happen instantaneously. They could be totally fine one moment and then they just shit themselves and it is absolute third degree. <laughs> That's a little, it's not third degree burns. Don't panic and freak out. Um, but it is very, very painful and can happen at any moment. And it sucks. It sucks as a parent because you start getting just worried while you're, you are causing harm to your child unintentionally because it is a, it's, it's, it's an owie to them, but you have to clean it and they got to go through (laughs) that process of more pain inflicted on top of whatever's happening while you clean them up. And, uh, you know, (laughs) like you, I don't think they're obviously, you know, not disliking you for doing it. Maybe they can't communicate, which is one of my biggest things that drives me nuts about uh, kids this age is it just sucks that, you know, they, they can't communicate other than screaming bloody murder and it makes you feel like crap. So that's a total, total normal feeling. If you feel that way, um, just know that that's just how it is for all you new parents out there. There's going to be those moments where you, you, you feel like you're doing the worst thing possible to them. And it's just, there's no way in, in knowing there's no way for them to tell you other than screaming bloody murder and they'll scream bloody murder about anything, but definitely keep some butt paste desitin or whatever. And then the other, <laughs> the red and green one with you at all times, uh, it'll save your life, but you just have to get through those moments of, of when you're wiping it clean and you're, you're just making it worse, but it's only temporary it's amazing how fast uh, the relief kicks in for them. Like that night where he had the blisters, um, it was like one. He was one hundred percent back to normal after we applied uh, the paste and put the diaper on, um, and he just ran around playing. There's a little moments of discomfort, I think, when he would, you know, maybe it would rub up against somewhere, um, and then I think later that night. Uh, we found a remedy of some sort and damn, I can't remember what it was. Uh, let me think. I think it was baking soda in the bathtub. Someone who has three kids messaged me and said, you know, baking soda in the bathtub, have him sit in it. So we did that and he was totally fine. Um, he played with his cars and baby toys or whatever, um, while sitting in this, uh, bathtub mixture with baking soda which uh, seemed to neutralize uh, the acidity on the skin and and in the skin. 
and uh, we let him run around uh, ass naked <laughs> for the remainder of the night before uh, bedtime just to, to let the skin dry out because that's also a thing is if it continues to stay uh, wet, it doesn't help it any further. So, yeah, he uh, ran around the house naked just like his old man and <laughs> went to bed. And the next day it was it went from like a scale of a thousand super bad, holy shit, uh, terrible to like mid range to low. And then by day two, day three, it was gone. So it's amazing how fast it heals up. So also keep that in mind. As long as you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do, it does heal up pretty quick. They can be quite comfortable shortly after you apply everything. Um, there's no harm in just letting them run around naked. If you have animals that have pissed in the house before, uh, you're a toddler crawling or walking around, um, peeing isn't any different. It's actually a much smaller mess to clean up, so it's not as bad as you would think. And, uh, yeah, just uh, the best we can do is make them feel as comfortable as possible and then prepare yourself for more pain infliction <laughs> when you're trying to make them comfortable. So that's all I got for this one, guys. I appreciate it. Um, we're having some great success in regards to this show and I am thankful for everyone that chimed in on the first few episodes, uh, the, just the amount of momentum we've gotten. So, um, like I said, guys, don't forget to like share and rate the podcast. If you're on Apple podcasts, leave a five-star rating and a comment. If you're on Spotify, leave a five-star rating. I'm not sure if they have comments yet. Um, here shortly, we're going to get some sponsors, I suppose, or, 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 or folks that support the podcast and we'll start, we'll start pitching their businesses on here and you guys can go and check them out. Um, other than that, guys, uh, like I said, I hope you enjoy the show as much as I enjoy making it. And to all you dads and parents out there, you're doing a great job. You're doing the best you can and you are not alone. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.